Today we introduce you to Sarah St. George. She's the one who originally introduced us over 15 years ago. She's a clinical psychologist specializing in family-based lifestyle interventions. And if you don't know what that is, don't worry, neither did we. We talk all about it in the episode. And we also have a couple of kumbaya moments where we basically just tell each other how much we love each other. So it gets a little sappy, but I know you'll love her. This is Sarah St. George. Making adult friends is hard. Making adult friends as women is even harder. I'm Lessie. And I'm Janice. Lessie and I have known each other socially for years, but we keep circling back to each other saying we should get together, and we never do. I approached Janice about making the time because I've always thought that we'd become friends if we both weren't so busy. So I awkwardly told her that I wanted to become her friend. So we're making the time, and we're recording it. This is I Think I Like Her. Welcome to I Think I Like Her. We have Janice, of course. Hi. And we have the one who started it all. Yes. We oh have my goodness. Sarah St. George. <laughs> and out of respect, I will use your married name. <laughs> but to us, you are Sarah Mijares. Hi, ladies. Hi. I am so excited to be here. I have felt famous ever since you talked about my <laughs> wedding in the very first episode. So I just, when you invited me to come on, it was really a, just a no-brainer for me. <laughs> we appreciate, you know, your your support, but ultimately we are actually friends. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you hear my dog? Sorry. That's fine. <gasps> You hear Harvey? I'll close the door. Sarah, keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, Janice, let me close the door. Okay, close the door. Congrats on your new dog, by the way. (laughs) You know, people do dumb things. (laughs) So Sarah and Leslie, how do you guys know each other? So I think I've known Leslie since, I don't know, first when I was. So Leslie was always one year behind me in school. And we went to the same uh, Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, then we went to different high schools and then that's where enter Janine. So I went to the same <laughs> high school. So the same elementary and middle school as Leslie and then the same high school as Janine. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah and I, I think became good friends when we played basketball together, I think is mm-hmm. when we really became friends. Yeah, definitely. And then, oh my gosh, now you've made me think about, remember when we did those performances at the carnival? (laughs) I had forgotten until you just reminded me. I let you convince me to do that nonsense. Yes, it was amazing. We were like the jock jams girls or something. Jock jams. Well, Sarah's a good dancer. I am not, but I was friends with them and I think that like in a sign of unity across grades, we joined seventh and eighth grade together and did did a, you know, I mean, obviously it probably deserved a standing ovation at the carnival, (laughs) which they were all standing anyway, because it's a carnival. So it worked out, but (laughs) I had completely forgotten about, yes, Sarah. Yeah. We would have practices in my backyard. Did we do like pyramids, like people pyramids? We totally did pyramids. I remember I was one of the bases and then we had like one of the lighter uh, gals in the group would climb on top, you know? Yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. And do the whole cross arm thing with the look to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember Mm -hmm. what we wore? Oh yeah. These really bright neon green shirts and black pants and the little neon green shirts had, I think had our names on the back. Do you remember those? Sarah. So super, super late 90s, early 2000s. Like... I remember maybe 20% of what you're saying. <laughs> well, uh, I will send you photo evidence following this podcast recording. And then I'll share it with the universe because it's amazing. I I, ha- I have to dig though. I have to dig. So well, definitely, you know, take your time. We'll have I to share it. it. We'll have to share that like on social media 
on our account once once this podcast goes live (laughs) yeah and then I danced in her quince's oh yes oh Leslie we are so much deeper than that you sang at my wedding Oh yes, I, I, rem- did I remember. I remember that at your wedding. Mm-hmm. You danced mm-hmm. in my fifteens, and you were the basically the the hostess of ceremonies, like the for the for the church part at the at the wedding. You sang all the songs. I sang all the songs. Okay, maybe not all the songs. I don't remember. I sang you the sang songs. songs. You sang, <laughs> sang songs. songs. Maybe maybe. I, listen, you know what? You're right. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And just so you know, one of two sisters did not get me to sing at their wedding because I refused. So, I, I, I mean, and I love her dearly, but I, I'm out of the game now. Whereas with you, I was like in the thick of singing. So, mm-hmm. but Sarah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. That's that's deep. I mean, I've and then on that faithful day, I met. Janice Suburbi. We sat together. <laughs> I wasn't Suburbi yet. <laughs> you were Janice Garcia, right? I was Garcia. Yes. Oh my yes. god. This is weird. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like how like how the world just puts people together. It's mm-hmm. well, I mean, you were invited to Sarah's wedding, so I automatically in my head like put you in a category. Which was a positive category, but you were like in the category of like, Sarah likes you, I must like you, and then I was right, but we are also in the triplet category of child brides. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I I was a very young bride as well. Yeah. Yeah, because we were all married like within within a year of each other. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. 2009, I think Leslie, you were 2010. No, I was nine, but I was December. Oh, nine. Oh, you yeah, were December. That, that's right. Yeah, and it was 2010. February. 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the reason that I knew it was me when you all talked about meeting at a <laughs> wedding was, well, one, I was trying to think, who are, who are the people that, that know you both, right? Mm-hmm. And I, it was a very small list that right. I could generate. It had to be my elementary school friends and my high school friends. Right? Yeah. But the reason that really tipped me off was because I actually, when I was putting my seating arrangement together I was trying to say who do I think could like make good conversation and get along (laughs) and I was like oh yeah like I think uh Leslie and Janice would be a good pair I I don't remember anybody else at the table I could like probably look back to my I think your parents were sitting my parents were there yeah yeah so I said who would fit well with uh with Leslie and her family and I said oh Janice she can (laughs) talk to anybody get along with anybody but we really did like it's just it's it's funny how you had that vibe you know or you had that I guess um, inclination inclination and that it came to be and 10 years later is now when I guess we're hitting the ground running with that friendship but it's just it's (laughs) funny it's funny and I mean and then the first thing I did after listening to your first episode was I felt so like like little giggly. I texted you both and I said, I think I like you both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that made me smile so much. And then when I, I said, got that. Was it my wedding? Was it my I had to know. Sure. I mean I thought it was obvious. I didn't even think that you didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you know, you just gotta verify. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so okay, so we know what you do. But part of who you are is what you do. And mm-hmm. you are um, by far in my like Rolodex of people that I know, you are by far probably one of my most accomplished friends. Mm. Aww, Shall we use sweet. the word accomplished? I mean, <laughs> you no, but you are. You're one of my most accomplished friends and you're one of my most... Um, academically inclined slash inspired friends like you are a forever student for sure yeah and I stopped being a student as soon as I could stop (laughs) um well maybe academically but not emotionally and intellectually but um tell us or, or our guests or listeners um a little bit about what you do and how you got there. 
Sure. So I am a clinical psychologist by training and a behavioral scientist. I'm a current faculty member at a university here in Miami. Um, so I've done some clinical work and clinically I focus more so on like behavioral medicine and pediatrics. So that means I've worked in medical settings to provide psychological services to patients and co consultations with physicians. So just to give you some examples, like I've worked in, I've done rotations in like bariatric surgery, in endocrinology, pediatric endocrinology, and pediatric primary care. I've also done um, rotations in like the community. So I worked at a local preschool for a year and did consultations with teachers to promote social emotional development in children. Um, so a, a, kind of like a sprinkling of clinical things. I, I have my, my license is current, but that's, I don't really practice um, in a traditional capacity anymore. So what I do now is I focus on research, teaching, and mentorship. And so I have a program of research that is dedicated to um, obesity and chronic disease prevention. So specifically cardiovascular disease and cancer prevention through promoting healthy lifestyle behaviors in families. So I develop um, digital lifestyle interventions for Hispanic families, um, and most of whom I recruit from here in South Florida. I teach two courses uh, in my department. I teach a course on obesity and public health and another like a, a methods course. So it's called qualitative research methods. Um, I mentor PhD students and master's students. And that is by far one of the most rewarding aspects of my job. I love, um, I love my team, amazing. Uh, and then I recently became the director of our master's program in prevention science and community health. So that's, um, so most of what I do now is honestly, I design studies, I carry them out and I write, I write a lot. That's, hmm. that's what I do. And you're, but your, your like initial path to this was not like, this was not on your radar when you, when we graduated from high school, cause this was, this was not what Sarah wanted to do when she graduated from high school. No, it's funny. Um, I always wanted to be a reporter. I wanted to be like April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles, you know, kind of like she was so cool. You know, she would like report the news by day and then fight crime by night with, with the turtle. You, um, but you would, for the record, you would have been excellent at that. Yeah. She would have been excellent Thank at whatever you. she decided to pursue. That's like, let's just be honest. Oh, thank you. you both. And, you know, actually I've, I, I think I utilized some of the creativity of the journalism training. Mm -hmm. Although, so, so I went, I ended up go, going to uh, the University of Missouri, which is one of the best journalism schools in the country, because I really thought that that's what I wanted to do. I had an internship down here in Miami the summer after my freshman year at a TV station. And that was kind of a pivotal moment in my career path. What I realized in that moment was that I cared more about the stories then I cared about um, kind of like putting them together in these video montages mm -hmm. or packages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also felt that there were times when what I was seeing, um, you know, kind of this 360 view all around me was not necessarily everything that the, the camera could capture uh, mm -hmm. due, due to the limitations in the space. Kind of thing. Uh, I did some cool stuff, though, that summer. Like that was the summer that Shaquille O'Neal came to play with the Heat. And so I went to cover that, although we were live in front of American Airlines Arena at like 11 p.m. And Shaq was probably at home sleeping in his, in his bed. <laughs> so there were just things that um, that I just thought, you know, what, what really captivates me and also what captivated me was some of the more feel good stories. And so I, I remember covering this uh, spelling bee, but it was a spelling bee for children who were deaf and hard of hearing. And I was like, my God, this is so interesting. Do people know how a spelling bee is conducted in this population? And then because it's a, such a big market, I felt that it didn't get like, like as much space as I would have wanted to give it. Right. And I felt like ultimately, if I wanted to advance in my career, I would want to end up in like a bigger news market. And I just felt that that. It, it took me a while to change my mind officially because I was like, oh, my God, you went all the way to the University of Missouri to study journalism and now you're going to change your mind. Really? <laughs> you're going to do that? Well, and it speaks um, to like it's, it's part of also maybe your personality, too. Like you had to like see something through. Yeah. Um, just to make sure. But at the same time, your gut was kind of telling you like, eh, maybe this isn't for me. And it's hard to like reconcile that 
that part of you where you want to see something through, but like you ultimately know that that's probably not the right thing for you. Yeah. So like, yeah. like you, you couldn't check that away. off your list. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I stayed in the seat, like I stayed in the, in the program kind of one more year. And then in, in that program before your junior year, you had to enter your sequence. So they have different sequences. Like they have the print media. They, I mean, now it's totally like so the, the digital spaces, you know, that wasn't kind of part of the training back then because social media wasn't as big, um, not to date myself, but um, so <laughs> okay. it took me another year, but then I said, I, I ended up calling this faculty member at the university and she told me about how she went to her journey. Cause I was always double majoring in psychology and journalism. I felt mm -hmm. that the psychology would kind of, I don't know how me understand people. Yeah. yeah, I would compliment it well. So after talking to this one faculty member who I took her class and I just loved it and, and I ended up getting involved in her research and I said, well, this is pretty cool. Um, and I felt like it would really have the kind of helping impact that I wanted it to have, but it was also fed my academic uh, desire and desire to like pursue knowledge. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized that the product of researchers is knowledge, like that is what we create, I just thought, wow, that is like such a cool product. And I want to be a part of that. I'm so glad you are, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Honestly, I couldn't be happier. I love, I love what I do. I love the students that I work with. Um, I just really, I couldn't be happier. So can you come into my home and, and <laughs> give us like just I, I understand that this is not what you do, but in my head, you're gonna come into my house and throw away everything in my cupboard and refrigerator. Um, no, I'm not gonna do that. Um, no, I, but can you? Is like I would just like you to come over and get rid of all the crap that we eat, which I know is not what you do. I don't want to offend you. And then no, no, no. Wanna, in the process, if if you want to ask me why that's in the cupboard in the first place, and then we can get to the nitty gritty of why. <laughs> we eat like crap we could talk about that too I'm open but you know it's all about balance blessing and I think um you know I think if you would come to my like basically like so I have two daughters I think I, I should probably I want to say that that <laughs> my first kind of um love in my life is my family and my daughters so I have two little ones one is going to be five in July and That's the other insane. one is insane insane right that is insane I know I'll never forget <laughs> when I had uh, Lucia um, you came over and dropped off food and I could see the wisdom in your eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's called PTSD girl it's PTSD <laughs> I was like I have no idea what I'm doing help me <laughs> well and you I gave me just... some really good tips I, I, whatever I, I do remember going over but I was fresh off of having the twins so I think I was also like in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you were totally in it. You, you, yeah. had, you, you told me that you, you, you had like your three hour window, like you had just fed them and you're like, oh, I got to be back because then I got to feed them, you know, so you were in that window. But, you know, it's funny. I think that becoming a mom has really um, humbled me in a lot of ways, uh, especially in my work. Um, a lot of times, you know, I felt that, so I, I do like, you know, these, you do these sessions with people, you know, these one hour sessions, at least in my clinical work or these, these very brief consultations in the context of primary care. But I lacked that, um, kind of that understanding that then people had to go in back into their lives and deal with these issues 24 seven. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I did not yes. fully appreciate the weight of that. Yeah, you know, and you know, so you, you do your typical things, like try to brainstorm, like, well, what got in the way of you accomplishing your goals this week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then now I'm like, holy moly, <laughs> everything, everything, and then yeah, everything like, got in the way, <laughs> everything. And then now I'm like, I'm like, do I really like? I studied, you know, I do like positive parenting type of thing. That so since I do family based programming, right? Um, I, a lot of what I do is try to get families to kind of be more cohesive and and in the spirit of improving their their health. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm like, wow, if anybody would see how my daughter talks to me, like on, like if she, if she <laughs> tiene como el moño virado, <laughs> yep. I'm like, I promise I'm, I'm used, I, you know, I promise that I've studied this, <laughs> Sarah, but then Sarah. the studying and the application in real life, anyway, it's long totally story short, different. I totally just have 
such an appreciation for the challenges that, you know, like parents are my heroes. Uh, single moms or uh, single parents are my heroes, yep. especially now with the pandemic parenting. Mm-hmm. And I really can really appreciate and it, it, it's helped me in my career because my my um, my attempts at, at empathy are just are really much more genuine not that yeah. I not that I was ever disingenuous but, no, I but it's hard to, it's hard to really relate and really oh, understand yeah. it used to happen to me in teaching too and until I had kids I didn't realize like yeah these parents are frustrated because they're with their kids all afternoon with no you know it's like it, yeah I, I, I totally get where you're coming from I mean mm-hmm. and I, go ahead of course go I was gonna say it's just it was it's been next level in the last year and a half yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, so anyways, I just, parents are definitely to me in one of those categories of like the part of the hero story of, yeah. of the pandemic. Oh yeah. I mean, it's you, when you said it, I started laughing, but when you said like, oh, what got in the way of achieving your goals? Like <laughs> Danny and I were literally asked that question this week. Um, we do a lot of parenting work um, clinically and uh, the, the therapist asked, ask Danny that question or like in, in relation to both of us but like <laughs> he and I and we get asked this question like weekly but and so we know that we're going to be asked this question but like I know that my husband in his heart of hearts and, and like wants to look at her and be like when you have kids <laughs> you will understand that there is no response to that question no. it's not that like oh I had a busier week or oh I couldn't squeeze like Danny works literally from like 7 to seven thirty, right and then we're supposed to sit and do this special time with our kids which is mm-hmm. one-on-one time so like as a family, even though we can't do this every day, I've told him like, if you can get to like four or five days a week, that's like excelling for our that is, family. Right. That's like excelling. And with so, all three, like you do it special time individually with each one. No, no. It's specifically with one of them, but like, okay. cause we're trying to like establish some rapport and positive parenting and all that. But anyway, so like He's sitting there listening to this woman ask this question or, or young lady or she's an adult, but like, you know, there's adult and then there's adult. And then he's like, well, or she says, well, so how can we then achieve your goals next week? And then Danny's like, well, unless at 730 when I get home, everything is ready and my twins don't also want to hang out with me. Like, there's just like a perfect storm that needs to happen for that quality time to happen. Oh, and by the way, in the terms of the program. So it's just, it's funny because, Sarah, it's not that your your patients and your parents don't want to, they're, they're, they're with you. They're asking you for no, help. No, for sure. It's not, yeah. You know, obviously, like, all these parents are in it to win it. It's just life happens mm-hmm. and it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I, even I, think I, I really said anything just now, but it's just, <laughs> I resonate. When you said that, I'm like, I'm so glad that as a clinician, you now see that side of it because it only makes you a better clinician and a better parent yeah. because mm-hmm. you can see where there's a certain amount of grace that the participants, all participants involved need um to really develop a successful plan right Mm -hmm. for that family because for example what I'm doing what Danny and I are doing with our with our children or with our daughter if we were both working completely full-time and then traveled here and there we would be deemed unsuccessful in that program and that's not true right so I don't know I appreciate that you said that because I think that that'll really be very encouraging. I mean, it's super encouraging to me and Janice, I'm sure, but yeah, it'll be encouraging to a lot of people that maybe um, get outside help for different things in their life. And to hear that the person on the other side understands that or will eventually understand that yeah. um, is helpful, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually did. Um, so I did do an like it's an evidence based treatment that that special time is a really kind of strong component of it. It's called parent child interaction therapy. That's what and I do. <laughs> it, I will say it's amazing. It has a super strong evidence base, and I have seen it um, do amazing things for families. And the special time component. So the idea is that before we teach parents any discipline strategies you teach them strategies for building a positive relationship. And so let's yep. see the pr pride skills ringing a bell. I know them. I know them. <laughs> That's Praise, right. reflection. Uh, uh, D, it, wait, I is, I don't even know. E is imitate. enjoy. Imitate. And then D is, um, uh, this, oh God, yes. Description. Yeah, Behavior. Yeah. Descri Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems, um, so honestly, the pride is like gone in my head because I'm already like, you're doing it. the acronym, right? Like, yeah, you're past the acronym. It's just kind of part of how you play. Yeah. Um, so it's a really cool. And I, when I learned it, I was like, wow, this is great training for me as a future parent, you know? Um, and that's how I really felt. And anytime that I see my old, my older daughter kind of being a little bit more um, emotionally dysregulated, I'm like, yep. I need to do, I need to, I need to increase the special mm -hmm. time. Yep. And I noticed, I, I actually was so funny because I was having a conversation with my mom last week and uh, we were talking about her and my mom was saying, Oh, you know, I went, when I went on, picked her up from school and she played with me and, and she, she came up to me, she came up to my mom and she said, she calls her Thea. She said, Thea, can you do some special time with me? And I was hmm. like, wow, like they just, they love it so much yeah. that one-on-one -on -one time. And she, she'll tell me, mommy, close the door because I don't want Ely, like her sister to come in. And in those days that I kind of, when I up my special time frequency, it's almost like a, like a, it, it's a very noticeable shift that I yeah. have in yeah. her um, behavior outside of it. So, so it does, it definitely works, but I think again, just if you're a parent, just know that. I mean, you, you go back into your life and these issues grind on you and grind on you and it's 24 seven and it's unceasing and the stress and, you know, the managing your household. Um, so you're a hero for, for trying to do special time and, and you know, oh, improve stop. your relationship with your daughter. No, for real. Well, thank you. I, that's a whole nother podcast, but yeah. Um, Sorry, we all got a message that we all had to read. <laughs> and we couldn't. We all saw a message and we, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We pressed okay. I sure did. I sure during did. this meeting. Um <laughs> that's really funny. Um okay, so I'm gonna Janice, I'm gonna take this on a totally different tangent now. Go for it. Do well, it. Well, you suggest you suggested to do it. So before we were <laughs> before we were recording we were talking about skincare yes and our lack of knowledge <laughs> but I we were like oh we should really just talk about this and record it because we really feel like everyone can identify with this of a certain age mm -hmm. yeah I mean we're spring chickens first of all yeah we're yeah. But, we were child brides we're still super young yeah guys. yeah no we're super young <laughs> but for sure apparently we're not we're no longer producing collagen is my understanding. Okay. But, we don't, but we don't know. I think in this little conversation that we're about to have, you two are my leaders. <laughs> well, so Sarah's going to the dermatologist today. I am going to the dermatologist today because I've been, I learned that there was a term called mask me, which is when you're experiencing some acne due to mask wearing. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I teach a hybrid class this semester so I do go into the university and I have to wear a surgical mask um, while I teach. And so even though it's not like I'm not, you know, a physician where I'm wearing it all the time, but I have been experiencing like, at least once a week, I'll have a ginormous pimple mm. on my chin. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, and it's, I know you're not supposed to touch it. 
It's so hard. It's though. so hard. I touch them, please. Um, I stop. So bad. And I'm just, I just need them to, you know, I'm, I'm good at following plans. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I you love need a routine. little pow pow. I need like a <laughs> regimen. Yeah. I know, but I can't create the plan by myself. Like, I don't yeah. have that kind of. I'm like, there's too many products out there. Yeah. They overwhelm me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to use them in what order. So that's why I'm going. I'm going for a plan today. I'm really excited. I would really like you to share with us what they say. And then Janice will share with you because I'm just making her. She's going to share with you what they told her. And then I haven't gone to the dermatologist maybe in a year. But then I will share with you what I do. Okay, great. And And I'm very excited. If they have any mask recommendations, you know, so I've been reading about maybe getting masks that are a little softer, like a silk material. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't know. I, I didn't want to, I, I controlled myself. I, I, I did a little research and was like, maybe I should get that. Maybe I should get that. Maybe I should get that. I said, I'm not buying anything until I have my little consultation and then we'll make a plan and I'll execute said plan. Yeah. But you've silk always is had supposed really to good be... skin, right? Yeah. And that's why, you know, when I see one, and and of course now the zoom life doesn't help because you're like looking at yourself all day. (laughs) Yeah. All day. So if I, you know, I'm like, okay, let me put my little video small on top. (laughs) And then that way I see the other people's faces, but I don't normally see my face that much on a day to day. And now I gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Like genuinely on my list, like I, I don't know why this episode I've spoken about many lists, but <laughs> as a <laughs> Janice, Janice so. is the queen of lists. Queen of lists. Yeah, I will take wrote, that. I will take that title. She writes them down, but Happily. mine are like make, make and up in her in my head. perfect my... in her perfect font. <laughs> yes, font. <laughs> right. She writes. She has a font. It's called Janice. Yes, yes. I agree with you. Her handwriting is a font. Well, she has a um a print font, and she also has a cursive font. Oh. For those of you who don't know, Janice, weren't you the one who did the font of toddler and a top knot? I did originally, um, and then it ended up like I ended up using a font that I found that was similar to my handwriting, but. I'm sorry, I'm going to go on another little tangent because I feel like I haven't really given enough airtime to my <laughs> my relationship with Janice. <laughs> yeah, go well. on. So I just want to say that, okay, so Janice, some, as I was mentally preparing <laughs> for this podcast episode, you know, I, I like to prepare. I was thinking, what are some um, like beautiful moments that I remember from having oh with God. Janice and Leslie? So for you, Leslie, I'll start since we've started. Um, I'll never forget, I don't know if you remember, but to me, one of our most special moments was I think I came home one summer from college and you and I decided to go have a picnic at a park and we laid out a blanket and we were there for, I don't know how long, like talking about mostly guys, I think, and, you know, (laughs) our, our philosophical kind of um, issues. Um, But that to me was one of the most treasured memories that, that I always have that I take away from that day. And and correct it let your light shine right yeah mm-hmm. yep, yep I remember yep. talking about letting our light shine yep I yep. remember that date it was so romantic <laughs> I know it was it was it was beautiful and then Janice to me always was well one I'll never forget when you and we had like one other friends or two came to visit me at the university it was me and Lizzie yep you and Lizzie um yeah. I don't know if I would you know can make make names uh, on the thing but yeah so it was you and Lizzie you came to visit me and it was around Halloween time yeah and I've weekend. always admired how like how artistic you are you have <laughs> such a keen eye for everything you've always been such a DIY queen um I mean I don't know if you follow her a toddler and a toddler you see she like paints her own nails does her own hair does her own makeup I'm like the nails <laughs> the man. okay I know they're not done she, right now guys because I went camping oh this weekend okay she, I'm sorry but you do everything yourself and you do it perfectly <laughs> yes and I'm like how how her makeup but, application I'm like how do you do it I know you know I watched your tutorial and I do <laughs> I watched your tutorial because I never really use, I use like the powder foundation, but I never use the liquids. And I was like, oh, I need to put it on exactly how she does it. So I have your little, (laughs) I do it how you do it. I need instructions. Okay. So for me, I'll never forget, like you sat down 
and you did my hair and my makeup before we went out <laughs> that night. And I felt so glamorous and so uh-huh. beautiful. It's like I had the Janice treatment. <laughs> I had the Janice treatment. I just felt so proud. Um, and I've always really wished that that I could do that, that you do. But it's such a gift and just something that I really admire about you. Oh, thank you, Sarah. It really is a gift. Like <laughs> I'm in the category of zero of that. And she really... <laughs> Like, honestly, she genuinely has that and she's good at it. And she, none of it is for show. No, it's no, these are just genuine. Like, they are genuine things that she's good at and likes to do for herself and her family and her friends. And, and it just happens to look good. So <laughs> people see it. But no, I, yes, I have seen that in Janice. <laughs> I've stopped stressing out about how to aspire to that. I just, I've given up on that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've realized that I'm, I'm not like the type of mom, like, I'm not like, like to me, I see like, like Janice's mom is such a good example of like that woman. You never see her sing un pelo in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, love you so much. Guys, I think I was like 12 before I saw my mom without makeup. Like this, like I, I kid you not, she would walk out of her room in full makeup every day. Wow. See me. That's not me. I like go to the like. I like wear workout clothes. You know? I'm like I mean, somewhere I, I, in between. I dress up like. for work for sure. I mean, I love and I, one of the things that I've loved about going back on. I teach on Tuesdays, and is I'm like I wear like my best. I'm like ooh <laughs> pencil skirt heels. <laughs> Your most um, professional. Attire. My most professional attire. It, it feels like I'm going to a conference every week. <laughs> but that's also nice. Like yeah. it's so nice. I think that's helpful in general yeah yeah when I became a stay-at-home mom that was a shift that I had to make and then I had to start caring again because I was a slob but it's okay (laughs) yeah but yeah so so we're kind of we somehow landed back at skincare but I just wanted to give a shout out to Janice and and I really think that you've taken this next level with your like with the blog and with like with the photography like your your creative eye is in everything that you do and it, it really is apparent yeah, thank you. I, I mean, I guess, and I guess that's why I enjoy those things because it does allow me the creativity that I, that I need like that, because that's what feeds me. Um, so I think that it's all been like a very natural progression for me to, to do those things, you know, to, to help capture the beauty in other people and like their, their natural and beautiful moments. Um, and also to share like, how you can how you can get to those moments? Um, yeah, I see. A lot, I, I mean, I'm now I'm now like that. You bring that up and thinking about how you came to what you do. Like I'm seeing all the psychology behind it and all the and all the how we infuse like those parts of ourselves. How they become infused into everything that we do. Absolutely. And actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because the thing that finally tipped me over the edge and said, like, to help me change was that I started. So, Leslie, you brought up this, this kind of the, almost like this cognitive dissonance. Like, how could I, someone who came all this way to study this thing, now tell my parents that I want to study something else? Like, this is what I said I was going to do. I'm going to do it. So that was always like pulling me in the back of my mind. But then I started paying attention to well, what what have you done in your life? Like, where have your interests taken you? What activities have you gotten involved in? What pursuits, like even in college, when I was in college, my job, I I worked at the university recreation center Mm -hmm. and I was a group exercise instructor. I was, I did like personal training there. I also taught salsa dance classes while I was there. So, and then (laughs) and in my interactions with people, I was always like, just naturally trying to make them feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I started paying attention to not, not so much my brain of what I thought I wanted to do, but what I've been doing all along. Mm -hmm. And that helped um, lead me to where I am today, I guess. So then do you think to tie in our favorite questions, do you think you're, do you think you're an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, I, I, you know, I I thought, well, what do you think that I am? Since both of you know me, I'm going to throw this back on you. I think I think you're a social, like you're a social introvert. Because I feel like you probably get your, 
get find your like recharge by yourself but you're a very social person Mm, that's interesting I I I don't disagree with that um I just I've always uh, this extrovert introvert thing like I will ask this to everyone that I know now because it's so to me different like everyone's perception of what that means and then what that means for themselves and for others so like I see you as an extrovert but I don't but because I don't only see like how you fill your bucket like I also see it in like where you feel most comfortable and I'm assuming based on your work you really thrive on people Mm -hmm. and with people so and, and that to me has always been obvious like you're not trying to like take some time away. I think you like being in it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I see you as an extrovert, but I actually, now that I'm looking at like our screen right now, it's like Sarah (laughs) in the middle. That's probably where you land. (laughs) Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's probably where you land. Like I see things that are introvert, but Maybe I would call myself um, (laughs) like an introspective extrovert or a social introvert, like, like Janice described. So I think you're right somewhere in the middle. So I do like, I do live in my head a lot, you know, like a a lot of what I do, my job is thinking and analyzing. Um, So that part of me, I, I, I I enjoy having that time to do that. And, And now that I've become a mom, it's become even more apparent how necessary that personal time is, mm-hmm. especially when it's so lacking, it feels. Yeah. Um, but I love, uh, I don't have any shame, like going up to people, introducing myself <laughs> and starting conversations. Um, Making so I a do, fool of yourself. Yeah, I do thrive. Yeah, like clearly Jock Jams girls, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was all into it. Well, know? I don't think, I think you're like me in that, and tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think you're easily embarrassed. No, mm-mm, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll laugh it off with people, you know. Yes, I think it's. Yes. I think it's because I. I think that I'm. I would describe myself as being pretty self confident, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. I think that that helps me to not feel embarrassed because um, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm human, you know, like yeah. that happens. And you always have been, and like very sure of yourself, mm-hmm. just in in everything that you do. I like that's something that I always remember about you, and I think that that's why. I wanted to be friends with you because you weren't easily influenced by by people outside. Like you always did what you knew was right, what you thought you wanted to do, and it didn't matter what the people around you were doing. And I, um, I feel like I like I I was always pretty much like that too. But I struggled with having people's acceptance and or like disappointing mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always wanted to surround myself with people who were very sure of themselves and who would make me feel sure of myself in whatever decision I was making too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I just like, that's something I always remember about Sarah. Oh, she, was, she was, well, she was that for me too, actually. Like yeah. that you say, like, I think I gravitated towards Sarah one because our personalities clicked, but like, <laughs> I think I looked up to her. I still do mm-hmm. for the record, but like <laughs> I looked up to Sarah because she seemed, and I'm sure that you had your own struggles and we all do. For sure. sure. I was just going to yeah, say that. Like, yeah. I'm okay. sure that none of that was easy, but like helpful for me, even though you were just a year older, it was helpful for me to see someone ahead of me that was doing and thinking and saying and acting in a way that I could um, aspire to. And I know that sounds like very deep and serious, but like <laughs> it, it was for me, I think. Um, and then now as women, like seeing how we've all kind of evolved and who we are, that part of us that I think connects the three of us mm-hmm. is still very strong yeah um and I think why I wanted to be friends with Janice and this whole thing came up to be because I think we see that in each other yeah. um and I think that's very beautiful and I, I I also you know you could have friends that maybe that's not where what they are for you right like all friendships 
provide different things. But Mm -hmm. in our little kumbaya moment right now, like Sarah, you were and are, but like, especially in elementary or like middle school, high school, it was helpful to have one of you around. Oh, thank you. Wow, yeah, I should like do it, this podcast like every morning. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're making me feel so good about myself. <laughs> well, it, it was it was important. You know, it's it's important to surround yourself with certain people, but you you know, it. I'm really glad you were there. <laughs> yeah, me we can too. hear you. Oh, you guys can't hear anything. I hear you. Oh, Sarah, can you hear us? Oh, Sarah lost connection right when we're kumbayaing. Is it your headphones? Oh, I got it. You're working oh, now. Yeah, sorry. Go. sorry. No, it's fine. Um, okay, so we'll, before tears are shed, um, <laughs> I already know the answer to this question, but okay. I thought I knew it. I thought I knew it with Janice, and she literally threw us a curveball. Oh, when she talked about being an undercover slob, that one. Yeah. Are you organized or messy, Sarah? Please tell me that, like, do not ruin what I think no, about no. you. No, um, no. I would describe myself as being an organized person, but becoming a mom has co- challenged my definition. <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. But you're, no, yes. You're and if you walk into my house, like unannounced on any given day, people might question my response to that answer. But overall, I would describe, my, I, I aspire to be uh, organized. I'll, you know, my mom and I were having a conversation about this again, like a couple weeks ago. And She's like, you know, when you're, when you become mom, you just really have to lower that perfection bar. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I don't know that I've necessarily lowered it. I still have like my aspirations, but my acceptance of not meeting it has significantly yes. been yes. increased. Yes. Yeah. So like I'm shift. like, yeah, I got to choose. Am I going to exercise right now? Or am I going to pick up the house? Yeah. Am I yeah. going to spe- do special time with my daughter or am I going to pick up the house, pick up the house, put away laundry um, or wash put, whatever or whatever yeah. it and is. Yeah. I feel like I'm picking up the house 24 seven Yeah, with like two tornadoes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why you can't like organized or messy. It's, it, it's fun to ask it, but like at the end of the day, we all feel like messes, even though yeah. we're not, you know, yeah. um, do good mm-hmm. pasting. Yeah. Go Sarah. Go. Not Sarah. Um, Janice. Oh, yeah, yeah, Duke of Hastings or Anthony Bridgerton, if you've watched it. Is this even a... Oh, I did. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Influenced by you, by the way. You're welcome. Maybe maybe I should check that out. Um, I mean, is this even a question? Duke of Hastings, like, hands down. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. What what did you all say? When you listen to the season, you will see that there is room for interpretation on the character's and that might not be the case for everyone, Sarah. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't gotten that deep yet. But I mean, the minute somebody tells me that they burn for me, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's I actually mean, if we t- a line. Hold on. It's actually a line in multiple books. Like multiple characters say it in, in the book series. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so maybe it's like a sign of the times. Like people said that might to be. people. It might maybe. be. Yeah. Anyway, Listen. as of today, I'm Team Hastings. All right. I mean, good obviously, answer. we accept that answer. Yeah. Okay, good. And then to wrap it up, although it sounds like you exercise, so that's good. That's probably one thing. But mm-hmm. what what are some of the things that you try to do for self-care? So exercise is one. Um, although I will say lately, when you when you know when I saw this question, I, I've I've been struggling a little bit with this one lately. Um, this semester in particular, I've been really working hard. So after I put the little one to bed, like I'll go back and work more. Um, so I, so I've struggled. But one one small thing that I've done that has really helped and also helped me avoid Zoom fatigue is that whenever I can take a meeting and take a walk outside by just uh-huh. listening to the meeting, that has been a real game changer for me. I get outside, I still am participating. And, you know, it's just, I just, that has been one saving grace during this whole time for me. So I think that's it. Others, I, I really need to improve, I think, overall. I think it gets your body moving and like, the, the sun is yeah. so important. The sun, the like, outdoors, the, yeah. the, the scenery, um, yeah. being in Eddie, nature. Eddie- Eddie did that all summer. Like he had a morning call every morning with his team and he would, he would put on his headphones and he would just walk 
for two yeah. hours while he was doing the call. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. I like that, Sarah. Yeah, it's been great for me. Yeah. And it, one thing that it's, it's easier to do on the days that I work from home, because I, like when I'm at the office, I'm in a building. So I feel like if I want to do it, I have to go down the elevator. Right. Da, 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 da. Sometimes I'm wearing heels, you know. So here I literally open the front door, walk out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't just walk around the home. neighborhood. Just walk around yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah, or I'll go to the, my, uh, Leslie, you know, I'm, I'm sure you do too, Janice, mm-hmm. but there's like this really nice little, um, area around here, the the Club Prado entrance. Oh yes, <laughs> Coral yes, Gables, yes. and they have beautiful homes there. So I'll walk around, yeah, uh, the big homes, and like you know, choose my home. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the other side, but I choose my home there too. <laughs> There's actually one in particular I want, but you know, three million, four million, five million dollars later, yeah, I mean, um, no big deal. Chop in um, the bucket, but. I really just want to hang up and go have coffee with the two of you, but I know. Um, thank you. I'm Sam. ready. Call me. Okay. Okay. Good. Yes. I got Let's my. I'm, I've I've been fully vaccinated since February. You've oh, been vacuumed. I've been vacuumed. Um, vacuumed. Yeah. I've got I'm my vacuumed. second on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm done too. Like caca. So stay tuned. It's gonna feel terrible. <laughs> but you might you. not. I didn't. I would. I also had very minimal side effects. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go into it. I'm I treated make... it. I treated it like a hangover. I like hydrated a lot and I ate really well, I guess with a hangover, I'd probably eat fried foods, but I ate like really good solid meals. And um, I don't know. I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but like in prep or after like both I made sure to hydrate a lot before and I'm after. gonna do that I'm gonna, I mean mm. obviously because that's my lifestyle anyway I obviously <laughs> drink so much water and I eat clean that's why so I need to work on the water for sure oh well I mean do this become a crazy bubbly water person no. it's literally all I do <laughs> I wish both I of us water grabbed bottle. our water I know both of them grabbed their water bottles right now I'm sitting on the floor next to my router to improve the connection so there's that <laughs> I'm so happy you did this. Yes, thank you. It reminded me of why you're like one of those people for me. So yeah, me Aww. too. Thank you both. Um, I, it was just really special for me to to be invited and to participate. It's an honor, and I, I just I love it. Thank you. If you like us as much as we think we like each other. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at I Think I Like Her Podcast.